This is the Black and Balanced Podcast, and I am your host, Kirsten Simone, and you are tuning in to our third episode of the Women's Month series. In this episode, I got a chance to chop it up with Ms. Rachel Noble, multi-mompreneur, CEO and founder of the Joyful Noise Child Care Center, as well as She's Ready, Inc. Um, and Ms. Rachel dropped so many gems about the act of support. So uh, let's tune into the conversation. We might learn a little something-something. <laughs> Good afternoon, my love. How are you? Hello, how are you? I am doing well, thank you. I'm so glad that I was able to um, get in with you today so we can have this very important discussion. How has your weekend treated you? Oh, my weekend was great. Just had um, a little bit of time to sit back and relax with the husband and children and all that good stuff. That's so important. That's so important. So, and especially because you have so many businesses and you wear so many hats, I bet that it's refreshing for you to just be able to have a weekend to yourself and just <laughs> enjoy your family. Oh my gosh. It's always so much. Like I try to put things into perspective so that I don't have so much going on, but it never works ever. Yeah. <laughs> just a it's full so of woman. I love it. I love it. So um, so today's discussion topic is going to be the act of support. And I felt like it was so important for this conversation to happen because we're in such a prime time right now where so many people are popping up with their own businesses and their own endeavors, especially a lot of women and lots of women in the Black community. We are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs um, just yet. So I kind of wanted to sit down with someone who I was, you know, had the opportunity um, to watch grow, grow their business, grow their network system and their support system and just kind of discuss what that support means, what it looks like um, and just different things in regards to how you were able to do that and um, what what your support system was like along the journey. Okay. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I am prepared to be an open book for you. Anything that you want to know, I will give you the nitty gritty from the top to the bottom. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. I will let you know. Well, yes, honey. Well, let's get into it. So, you are currently on. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, honey, because you just shooting through the stars now. Two businesses, CEO, two businesses right now. Um, four, but what? one. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. so bad. But actually, um, two, I kind of just keep like off to the side. No one really knows too much about it, but we can talk about two. It's fine. Okay. 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 <laughs> we will, we'll do that. So for your, for your oldest business, for a joyful noise childcare um, center, mm -hmm. you started that with your husband and you two were pretty young and it started pretty small. What was your support system like when you began that business? Um, well, to be honest with you, uh, my husband actually started it before me. I came on board with him. I had actually worked at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, going to school for communication, um, then finishing up with master's in business. And once I was doing that, which we'll, we'll probably get into that later on in the podcast, but once I was into that business, is so he asked me um, 
Rachel, I need you to come on board. And uh, I ended everything and I really believed in him and what it is that he wanted to do. So I said, okay, Mm -hmm. and I will. And two things happened. So in the very beginning, when we were moving from a home to a center, there were people that laughed at us. There were people that said, um, no, that's not a good idea. You know, I don't really want to hear anything about a daycare. Or there were people that were saying, um, it's never going to work. That's too much. Um, Just so many types of negative things. Or there were people that just didn't say anything at all at least to me, didn't say Mm. anything to me. Um, But once the center opened, it was very hard. It was very, very difficult. There were nights where we did not sleep, where we worked for over, you know, 17 hour days. And we have very small children at the time. So it was, you know, it was quite difficult at that point. And, um, We just kept pushing, kept pushing along, kept pushing along, and just really stopped looking for people to support us. We Mm. had to find a way to put the things inside of the center. We had to find a way to make sure that we could pay our bills on top of all of the bills, you know, at the building. It was just a lot. And Mm. it was just something that we weren't prepared for I would say like we we thought that we were ready but once we look back at it now we were not ready like no business plan at all none and it's crazy to just think like how could you start a business without a business plan is stupid but no but no how far you've grown and how far you've come and I, I think that just speaks to the fact that um like you said you you two didn't really have a lot of support um, so it made you rely on each other and like be each other's support and which kind of leads into my next question of, um, you know, re- support from, from your spouse and just from your family. Um, mm-hmm. what, what does that look like to you or what do you think it should look like? Um, because we know that everybody cannot support you monetarily. Everyone cannot be, mm-hmm. you know, an investor like we would want them to be or a consumer or a consumer, a customer, you know, mm-hmm. at the time that we might need it. So sometimes that family support is just necessary. What what do you feel like that should look like, you know, in a, in a perfect world? And what did your family support look like? Yeah, I would say. Um, <laughs> and sometimes when I talk about this, I definitely get emotional because you mm. think back and you think at the support when you were at like your lowest point like who was really there for you when you think about it and I remember um I would want people to come in and just help me you know like sweep the floor mop the floor get things ready um not necessarily just monetarily wise but just to even come in and pray for me you know like just to pray for me that type of support or just a call from time to time just to see if I was okay I can definitely say that uh, my grandma and my aunties always you know if it was at a point where you know I was at school or I had to work extremely late and I didn't want the kids at the center or something like that my grandma my my aunts would take the kids. And so I would always thank them for that. I mean, kids were fed baths 
all of those things. I enjoyed that. I love that. And that actually gave me the power to continue on. Mm. Um, I would say not that I'm looking for anybody to give me a dollar of anything, because when you are starting a business, that's like your dream and your goal. It's not everybody else's dream and goal. So I just want to give out to the masses, like, do not expect someone to write you a hundred thousand dollar check right. or, a, you know, a half a million dollars to start your business. Like they're not going to do it. So just stop thinking that and don't be upset with people when they don't, but you can do things that are free. Mm. And like I said before, just praying for someone or just that simple phone call or even coming to check to see how things are or donating items to it or, you know, sharing things on social media pages, whatever. So those types of things I did, I did receive support like in that retrospect, I would say. Yeah. And I don't think people realize like when you're dealing with an entrepreneur, like you said, you and your husband were working 17 hour days, you, you know, Mm -hmm. your kids still have to be bathed and fed. Something as small as like, hey, I cooked you guys dinner. Now you don't have Mm -hmm. to worry about cooking dinner for your family, you know, something very small or, hey, let me come over and watch the kids for a little while while you take a nap because I know you've had a long week. Things like that are just little things that um, contribute and impact the entrepreneur in a large way because we are always trying to make space and make time and stretch ourselves for the hundred things that we have on our to-do list and one person stepping in and like relieving that load can really make a difference. And now you have that time to put someplace else into the business. Yes, absolutely. So while you were doing so, while you were building your business and building your brand, um, how did you do that? Like, how did you prioritize your time, whether you had the support of help from outsiders or whether it was just you and your husband? Uh, Well, what I tried to do is, again, is just put things into perspective. I always keep like a notebook with me all the time. And I would constantly just write down things. Mm -hmm. I used a lot of things that I learned from um, just working in corporate America to implement into my own business. Mm -hmm. So just making sure that I had a handbook, making sure that I did orientation with my staff, making sure that I spoke to people with respect because I do remember being in corporate America and people, you know, just treated you like a number or another employee. And I didn't want to be that way for my employees at all. So just looking at things like that, that I tried to do um, to help. And I used that I had a, a huge background in advertising, marketing, branding, and all of that. And I, use those very same tips today. I use those very same tips in the business every single day, (laughs) as well as with the She's Ready Ink brand as well. And um, I thank God for that, for that and that ability to do it, because I just feel like if you, if you didn't have that type of background, I, you know, it's just kind of hard to, um, project forward I would say yeah like you're kind of like at a standstill because you don't know what to do you don't know what works and what doesn't 
Yeah. You know, you see a lot of people these days, everyone wants to be their own boss. Everyone wants to have a business and that's perfectly fine. You know, I'm all in support of, you know, people working for themselves, but I think that there has been a, you know, just this kind of glamorized ideology of what it is to be an entrepreneur and people don't understand like your nine to five literally Mm -mm. directly supports your business that is where your money is coming from so you can even begin you know and start a platform for your own business what was it like like transitioning out of corporate America life into your own you know into your own business with your husband and um, just having to support yourself in that way it was so hard when I tell you nights I you know I would just cry and just wonder why did I make this decision? Why did I do this? Because at the time I, you know, I was working, I had my own, my own stuff that I was doing, you know, and I made commissions. And when I'm talking about commissions, I'm talking about $8,000, $10,000 commissions every single month. And those dollars, I actually used every single penny of them to give to my husband to ensure that we had what we needed to, to start this business and to put those funds towards that business in particular. Child, if that's important, I I don't know what is. Cause I'd be like, can I get 3000 for a Chanel bag? (laughs) You can have a rest. Right. Right. So it was, it was just leaving, like letting that go because, you know, you have a sense of empowerment because you're like, yes, like I did this. Mm -hmm. I am awesome. You know what I mean? Like I have this, this money funneling in and you are young making this, you know? So it's kind of like when he said like, don't worry, like this is going to be fine. It's okay. We didn't, we didn't spend, we didn't go on vacations. We didn't, um, go out and buy whatever, blah, blah, blah. We didn't do those types of things because all of it went towards the business. So then when the business was starting, they were actually on a hiatus of opening businesses. And um, I'm like, why is there a hiatus going on right now? Like, why is that? So the amount that we actually had saved up, it now like started to deplete. Mm. So when those funds started to deplete, it's like, you know, where's, where's this money going to come from? Like, where's this going to come from now? Then that's when you start getting on your knees and you start praying. Right. <laughs> like, right. like, Lord, please, please help us. What are we going to do? And it was dwindling down. And I remember the very last amount that we had for the rent, then it actually opened. Wow. So it was kind of like, God was like, don't worry. Like, I got you. I know exactly what it is that you're trying to do. I know that you're trying to give back to the community. I know what you're trying to do for the kids. Like, I know what you're trying to do for you and your family and what you're trying to build and what you're trying to build together. Don't worry. I will hold your hand. I got you. Mm. When I tell you that I, I still allow those words to resonate in me right now, and just believe in him and trust in him constantly, it was like, there you go. Mm. You know, here it is. The platter is here for you. And um, he gave it to me and, and I just ran with it. Um, so that was, that was, that was just a lot with leaving it. And before I was talking to us, uh, the members of my audience that I didn't think about certain things. Like I didn't think about healthcare. 
I didn't think about um, my savings, my retirement, 401k, like all of those things. I just didn't think about it. Because I'm just like, no, I want my own business. I'm sick of working at this place. Like I'm looked over for jobs that I know that I'm qualified for all of these things. And so I'm just angry when I'm leaving. Mm. And um, when it was time to pay that health insurance bill, and I'm talking about $1,500, okay, so that my kids can have insurance and so that I can have insurance in, in case anything happens to either one of us that we're covered, but just not thinking about those types of things just had to be really, really, really careful. Yeah. Um, So it was a difficult transition, but I am glad that I made the choice because now I can set the tone for what I want my life to be. Mm, That's amazing. That's amazing. You, um, you, you spoke on she's ready a little bit. I kind of want to get into that because I think I so, I so love what you're doing and I love (laughs) You are sharing your knowledge and giving back and that and honestly that is what prompted me to do this episode with you because I'm like you don't see so many um you know too many women who have reached your level of success that are like let me be an open book for you let me teach other women how to mm-hmm. run their business effectively and to me that's like the largest sign sign of support of giving no. someone up support is teaching them you know something that they can carry on and and implement in their life to make their life and their business better so mm-hmm. um what, what what are you doing with she's ready kind of kind of explain what that is and and how you work in that. Yeah, so She's Ready Inc. is a brand that is specifically for women. I am talking about women in business, women in their careers. And a lot of us just are not aware of certain things. So let's take it into two perspectives. Mm Career-wise, we don't know how to I'm not going to say all of us, but there are some women that um, are unaware of what to wear in corporate America or how to dress, how to speak, how to um, network, how to interview properly, what to look for uh, while you're in that interview. So we talk about different things like that. And then on the business perspective, I actually remember like I said, not knowing anything, no help at all. I became discouraged all the time. I really had to learn everything through trial and error. I lost a lot of money just not knowing things. And then I gained a lot of knowledge by research and then utilizing what I learned in school or, you know, whatever I did in grad school to help me get to where I needed to be but I just remember doing that and feeling that way and just wanting to give up but I didn't and so Mm. I said if I ever get a chance to help like the next woman get to where it is that she's trying to be I am all for it I'm a strong believer like how everybody says there's enough money out here for all of us like it truly is if Beyonce and Jay-Z like they have too much money Oprah makes over 480 you know million dollars in revenue through all of her networks a month Warren Buffett is a billionaire Gary Vanderchuk makes over a hundred and a hundred million dollars a month in his business if there's enough money out there for those individuals it's certainly enough money out there for you and I right so I I strongly believe in your community over competition 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not for the competition. I'm not for that. I'm not going to support her business because she's going to get further than me. None of that. I actually love and enjoy supporting my sisters. I honestly do just because we are against so many different races of people, men, yeah. women, white males, uh, Hispanics, Indian, whatever. And it's like, we're always at the bottom of the totem pole, yeah. you know? And it's Mm -hmm. like, whatever knowledge I have, I want to make sure that I give it because I want the next woman to be able to have her business and to open it and build generational wealth. That's so important. And, you know, I love that you said, you know, no matter what the business is, you still support it. And, you know, you still have a a yearning to make sure that those women are supported and and know how to function, function as their business properly. When you come across the one who has, that's in the same line of business as you, Mm -hmm. um, support her because you see so many people like oh I got a t-shirt line she got a t-shirt line I ain't gonna you know and it's mm-hmm. a little catty but I like you said there's enough money for everyone so how do you support someone who might also be a business coach or might also have a child care center yeah so if there's someone that has a child care center and they ask me questions like literally I'm I'm busy all day like I'm busy from <laughs> 5am to like 11 o'clock at night. If I get a text message or email that says, Hey, I ran into this problem or this issue. Can you help me out? Or have you ever dealt with this situation? Or Mm -hmm. how would you handle this? I will let you know what I've been through. I'm sure I've been through it before. (laughs) And I will let you know what to do in order to get out of that. On the other hand, if you are also a business coach, as, as well as I am, I don't look at other coaches like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a better coach than her or she's a better coach than me. No, let's collaborate together. Let's figure out something that we can do together. Or if you have a graphic designer that you know that I haven't used before or vice versa, or there's a uh, some type of networking event or something going on, like, let me know. And I'll let you know as well. Like, it's not going to stop uh, you from... I would say gaining revenue from someone calling you to be a coach. Right. Honestly, it's not because my niche may be different than your niche. My niche is to help women in business uh, and business development and leadership. Yours may be a business coach for, um, I don't know, for finance and marketing or something like that everybody's situation is different. Mm -hmm. So like I said, just to collaborate with each other rather than competing against each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we, um, we don't have to be this, it doesn't have to always be a competition, you know, and it's mm-hmm. so easy for people to fall into that trap of, oh, no, I don't want her to take my clients or I don't want, you know, my customers going and shopping someplace else. When mm-hmm. I think the more the merrier, like the more options, the merrier, you might know something that the next woman does not know or has mm-hmm. not experienced and you can pour into her and she can pour into you in a different way. Or you guys can probably have the same client or same customer and pour into that person in a different way and it still be valued it does not make your information or her information you know less valuable than the other um and that's so important for women like 
we have to be that unit and we have to be close knit with each other and be open and transparent with one another because we really are the backbone of the world like literally definitely <laughs> so. definitely I mean everybody wants to be us I mean they just do literally so <laughs> it's just I mean what did y'all say period that's what y'all say right so it's just <laughs> But but it's so it's so so true, and it's like if I can help the younger generation or even the more seasoned women that are out there, I don't know everything. I want yeah. to learn from other people. Like I want to learn from all circles of women. I want to learn from all races of women. I want to be able to develop myself so that I can help shape mold the next generation under me. Like my children are going to be in the next generation what are we actually doing to make sure that they are um supporting that they're learning and developing and all of that and we're not going to get anywhere just trying to keep it to ourselves does yeah. that make sense no it totally makes sense and I'm glad you brought that up because I think that this next generation needs to see um a community they need to see we need to really bring back the village because uh, it takes mm-hmm. like they say it takes a village to raise a child and and I don't think that ever really stops like you're never really done being raised because you're never done learning and growing and never you're never a complete person so now like we have such a you know like we're said we're at a height and all of these entrepreneurs are popping up these amazing businesses these kids need to see people coming together and networking and and partnering so they know you know, I don't have to jump off the porch and be on this and be in this on my own. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. by myself. I can reach out to another business owner and we can benefit off of each other, whether it be barter or whether it, you know, be learning, whether it be a business mentorship relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. And they need to see that this is a possibility. So no one feels like I just have to know it all. I have to figure it all out by myself and avoid some of those mistakes that you were talking about that costed you time and money and sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. definitely like we really have to stop the crap mentality yes like all of that has to stop and it is big in in certain areas I will say like you have to stop thinking that this person is going to get further than you that person isn't going to get further than you because of what they're doing they're going to mm-hmm. get further than you because of what you're not doing for yourself Right. That person is getting up every day at four and five o'clock in the morning on a mission. That person is actually building a, a business plan or doing their research, doing the work while you're in the bed sleep or you're out partying or you're going on vacations or you're doing whatever that has nothing to do with developing yourself. And that right there is a problem. We're so worried about what the next person is doing. We're not going to support them to that point. But really, you're the reason why you're not where you want to be. It's not right. of them. Right. It's no fingers to blame. And it's and it's almost like you have to, before you ask anybody else to support you, you've got, got to support yourself. Like, yes. you have to show and put in that sweat equity so people know to take you serious. Like, no one's going to take you serious if you're like, oh, no. yeah, I'm a business owner. I just opened a business. And that's just it. Like, you have no credibility backing you up you've done no research mm-hmm. it's it's so easy and people are so easily offended by mm-hmm. oh you didn't you didn't buy from me you didn't support oh, yeah. my business yeah and it's like I, I want to support quality you know what mm-hmm. I mean like I don't want to support you know somebody that's just doing this for play play because there's people that's out here this is real life how they eat absolutely it is and honestly um I, I want to say that 
there are so many people out here that are trying really hard. They do have t-shirt lines, they have makeup lines, they have hair, they have other businesses, they have sweet shops, they have coffee shops, they have all these other things that are out there. If you go on the website, I believe it's called like Buy Black. Mm-hmm. Look at how many businesses are out there. There are over 2 million Black businesses that wow. are out here. 2 million Black-owned businesses. But really, when you're looking at those businesses, there are about, I think I read it was about 1.9 million of them do not have paid employees. Mm. Do not have paid employees out of 2 million. 1.9 wow. million of them do not have employees. And that's because we are too afraid to hire other people to bring mm. them on board with us. Why? Yeah. Why are you not reaching back to your community to help you, to help you and your business and your brand to grow, but you're also helping them and you're providing food in their mouths for their children, for them. Yeah, to me, that's what it's all about. Like, if you were, especially as a Black woman, and now where, like I said, you're so opportune to be able to start a business, and literally mm-hmm. all of the resources are in the palm of your hand almost all day long, if you have a mm-hmm. phone, a smartphone. They are. Um, my purpose will should, you know, my purpose is, and I think that others should be, to create this business, create this opportunity to generate some profit and generate some revenue, and then also be able to employ your people because other communities do this so often that more often than not, they keep Mm -hmm. their money in their community. They don't have to go outside of their community for a doctor, for a mechanic, for a carpenter, electrician, any of that. They keep their money in circulating. We don't do that. No. The community needs to get better with that. Yes, we would rather go to other businesses other counterparts of businesses because we don't want to keep the money circulating in in our race and that's unfortunate but a lot of people are steered away because of the customer service that's given Mm. they're steered away because of um of how somebody made them feel or what was said or rumor or something like that. So it steers people away from those black businesses. And again, that's really unfortunate. But then as business owners, we do have to look at ourselves too and figure out what is it that we're doing. And we don't know a lot. Why? Because we stick to ourselves because we're so afraid to ask for help. Or nobody wants to tell us again, because the people that do know don't want to give you the information because they don't want you to surpass them. And it just becomes a vicious cycle. So it's like, we really have to get past that and keep our dollars like, yes, within our community. And we have to get past that and just help each other. And that goes back again, the community over competition. Yeah, you know, it's interesting that you brought up um, customer service and experience because I recently was at a Black-owned business and um, 
my experience was not terrible, but it was just not as not not so desirable. It wasn't. Pleasant. Yeah, it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> and and I and I know that um, I've seen this business and how they promote themselves and how they care themselves very well liked in the community. And um, I just I just took it upon myself to just email the owner like, hey, this is just a growth opportunity for you. This is I was you know patronized your business today, and this is what I saw. And I always put you know I put at the end of my email like, I hope you find this. Um, you know, come from a place of love and as my opportunity to kind of support you by giving you this information. Because like you said, we'll go to a Black-owned business and have a poor experience. And mm-hmm. instead of reaching out in, to the owner and saying those things, you know, you just You're bash the business them. in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm You're going back them. and I had this opportunity, yeah. you know, this uh, experience here and it was terrible bad customer. That doesn't do anything. That doesn't, doesn't help in any way. It it's also hurt. support to give someone constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. It's very, very true. And instead of doing those things, yeah, you can definitely speak to someone higher up or to send an email, like you said. Um, it's like we will blast and say all of those things about a Black business, but we will go into Target, for example, yes. and nobody even says hello. Or you will go to, you know, some type of, of restaurant and they don't even ask you how you're doing. They'll right. Just say, and nobody take your order. Them. And when they do that, I turn around and I walk away because you didn't even have the decency to say hello to me. Right. Do you see what I mean? And right. so it's like you will take a black business and you'll, you'll blast them. You'll say whatever it is that you want to say. And like you said, it doesn't solve anything, but then you will go to another company or a large corporation and you'll go back again and again and again. They'll Mm -hmm. follow you around the store, whatever Mm -hmm. have you, and you'll still go back again and again and again. And why do we do that? Right. You know, and I, it just all ties into us like the credibility and the way that a lot of us have just been brainwashed to feel like um there's a saying like white is bright you know not necessarily Mm -hmm. to say that all of these businesses are white owned but just as this aspect of people don't find black businesses to be as credible and I think that's where it's important for our leaders to step in people who have you know gone through extensive higher education if you are a master's graduate or you have a doctoral degree or you have x amount of years in the business industry that is why it's important for these people to reach back to their communities and share that Mm -hmm information so now we have our own bill gates to look up to we have our own you know of these people who have this status and who who are you know have achieved such goals we have someone that we can relate to that looks like us and came from where we come from you know what I mean to kind of show us like you know this person created a reputable business for themselves I can do so too and I can learn from them it should not be once you reach a certain level you know, no, you're untouchable. No one can get in touch with you. That, that's true. unrealistic to me. Very true. I totally agree with you. Like, I could not agree. I could not agree with you more. Definitely. Yes, you know, um, it's, it's just the giving back. It's, I, I think the giving back feels good. And I love to see other women do it. And mm-hmm. I think that um, I was reading something and it was an article actually. And it was t- telling me how businesses who have three or more women on like their CEO board or top board are um, 40% more likely to do better year after year. And mm-hmm. that just speaks to how women are such heavy contributors. Like we're really carrying some of these companies on our backs. We are. <laughs> like, 
we, we are literally the ones like the movers and the shakers so it always well we it, we need that it always has to be a woman somewhere making things run smoothly in the background that is true because at the end of the day like we're nurturers and we know that we are so if somebody's going through something at work like you feel that Mm-hmm. You're there, like you're making them feel better. Or when you know that, you know, something is going wrong with the family, like you can feel that. And how can you help? How can you be a part of that? You know what I mean? So it's like we work hard every single, single day, and we're not, we don't receive enough credit for it, I would say. Yep. You know, and it's it's yeah. kind of hurtful. It really, really is. But we can't give up and we have to we have to actually give out what we are given. Yeah. Um so if we're giving out uh all positivity, we're going to receive those things back. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So it's just yeah. kind of I love you. It's okay for me to hug you. It's okay for me to support you. It's okay for me to say, hey, like, I'm not going to die by giving you that support, by giving you that hug, by giving you that kiss, by saying, hey, girl, you are so cute. You are so beautiful. I love your spirit. I love your energy. Like, it's okay to do those types of things. And I noticed that when you do do that in business, it actually takes your business a whole lot further because you've just changed the whole environment that you're in. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I mean? So people do want to work for you more or they want to be a part of your brand or they see your mission statement. They see your goals. They see your vision. Right. Right. And that helps them and makes them want to support you more. And, you know, um, I find that sometimes we run into people who genuinely love us, they believe in us, they believe mm-hmm. in what we're doing, and then other times we encounter people who might want to, you know, link with us just for their benefit. Mm-hmm. So um, as a woman with multiple businesses and multiple years of experience, how do you kind of weed out the good support versus like, oh, you have an underlying motive mm-hmm. type of support that you might get from people? Yeah, you can definitely feel people's energy. You can see those individuals who really rock with you. And then you can see the people that don't. And I don't necessarily say that I distance myself from people like that. But if I really do not have anything in common with you, or there's no reason for us to do business, then I'm just not going to continue it. Yeah. Or, you know, I'll say, you know what? I don't know that answer, but let me direct you to somebody who may, because then that way it kind of keeps you in a positive light. Cause I hate to think of people like negatively like that. I don't Mm -hmm. like putting things like that in my, in my space, like in my inner, in my energy or my bubble, my circle, like whatever you want to call it. I don't like saying like, oh man, she has a motive or she is a um, person that's just trying to pick my brain or whatever like that. I try not to do that. But if I don't know, or if I know that I can't work with you, or I have some crazy weird vibe about you, then I'll direct you to maybe another company that may be able to help. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and you know, sometimes it's just everyone's just not a good fit. You know, everyone's just not, not a good fit. 
Yeah, and that's why there are multiple businesses and multiple, you know, people who do the same thing because Absolutely. one of them might be a better fit. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, everything is about the vibe and the energy and just the, the pureness and genuineness of someone's intent. Um, and we all like to think, like like you said, you would like to think that people who, who you encounter have good intentions for you and good intentions for your business and are not only looking to pull out, but also deposit in. And, and that's what we have to get. We have to get to a point where, you know, I'm not just looking to pull something out of you, but I'm looking to deposit in. Um, I have been reading up and just doing some research on different podcasters. And I came across a podcaster named Maddie James. And she was saying how when you want to ask someone a business question, if you need some advice from them, if they do something similar to what you do, don't just shoot off an email like, hey, girl, I want to ask you this. And then, you know, oh. rip off with your question. Like, oh <laughs> you know, what would you suggest some professional ways to seek out advice? from other business women so you all can kind of become a part of each other's network yes I am going to say something and I when I say this I'm coming from a place of love if you (laughs) if you know me you know that I'm a loving person I am not hateful like none of those things but the game is never ever ever free I cannot pay we energies by giving you a whole bunch of giveaways and by doing all those other things. All right. I am so sick. And this is actually business etiquette 101. So Mm. ladies, listen to me. Do not say, Hey, I want to sit down with you because I want to pick your brain. That Mm. is actually the most disrespectful thing that you can say to another businesswoman. And again, I mean this as a place of love. Do not say to anyone that I want to pick your brain. What you should say is, I would like to take some time away from you on such and such date to go out for coffee or to go for brunch or to go out for lunch and then set aside, you know, your $20 or $35 or $40 so that you can pay for that lunch or so yeah. that you can pay for that brunch because they're going to be giving you valuable information. I would like to ask you a few questions to help me with my business or to help me where I'm going to go. Or is there a way that there's some type of, like, for example, if they're a coach, would you like to mentor Um, Do you have a mentoring program or do you have a payment plan or something like that to show them that you do have an interest of their business and not you're just trying to take, 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 take from them. Right. And a lot of times people and women out there, your business is not growing because you want everything for free. Mm. Mm, You want people to support you. You want people to support your business. You want to be able to feed your babies. They want to feed their babies too. And it's not going to happen by you searching their webpage for any information that you can find by you looking, you know, on their, listening to their podcast or looking at their YouTube videos or looking at whatever postings that they have. That's just the surface of the information that you're going to give, that you're going to receive. Like you actually have to sit down and speak with that person or you actually have to buy their product or something like that or take a class to mm-hmm. learn the information that they've actually put forth money to learn. Yeah. 
because it's an investment and you have to invest in yourself invest in your brain invest in your business and you can write it off in your taxes get a receipt right like (laughs) be smart about it now Man, it's just, it's never free. So please stop saying to people that I want to pick your brain. Do not go in people's DMs and say, hey, can you tell me about X, Y, and Z? No, like take time out. You want them to give you something. What are you going to do for them? Never be a just take, 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 taker. Mm-hmm. What are you people giving? That. Yes. Yeah. People know when you're just trying to use them and when you just, you know, want to pull whatever you can from them and move right along to the next and no one wants to be used you know whether it's in a business relationship or personal relationship no one wants to feel like oh well that's all you wanted from me and now you're moving right along Mm -hmm. to the next that's not a good feeling and it's always easier to just build this business relationship with someone so where you can reach back on them make a good impression you know and continue to utilize them and work with them versus just you know you asking can I ask you this real quick through a dm which is so unprofessional to me you know versus taking the time making the email making the appointment letting that woman know i will i appreciate your time i appreciate you being here with me you know um paying for the lunch or brunch or whatever it is that you do Mm -hmm. and now when she sees your business she can genuinely support you and genuinely recommend people to you and might even want to come back around and do some work with you because she knows like oh this woman is investing in herself she's a bad one let me you know let's link up and let's do something together and you've earned a network Absolutely. You've earned a network, a whole body of individuals that you don't know who she knows. It's not always about what you know. It's about who you know. And Mm. a lot of people don't pay attention to that. So it's like, again, that $10 coffee that you spent at Starbucks for you and her, look at all of the knowledge and plethora of information that she has given you. And then like you just said, yeah, when you develop your business or you develop something, you've got a little cheerleader in the back for you. Because listen, if somebody asks me something like that, for example, I mean, I I get it all the time and I'll say like, I'll, you know, send the messages or when I see them posting something, I'll ask a question that's on top of their mind so that they can let the rest of their audience know, oh, yeah, this is what I need to say about this about Mm -hmm. this specific product, whereas uh, before they would not have. So you have to make sure that you are being a giver rather than a taker. Please be a giver. Please. Yes, because every and everything comes back to you, you know, whatever you put out. Yep, it comes back threefold. And and when you like when you invest in yourself, like you said, that that little money that you might spend, the information that you get is mm-hmm. so much more valuable. When you pour that information into your business and implement that into your practices, you are gonna get that money back so many times. Just exactly. off of what someone told you. You know, someone mm-hmm. tells you how to market your page, your your IG and your Facebook correctly. Now you're getting clients and customers because you took their marketing advice and you've made the money back that you spent on your little date with them right exactly. in you know, a day or less. Exactly. Part of my course, part of my business development course does talk about social media and cleaning up those social media pages because yeah. that little bitty those little bitty tweaks that you make is actually going to take your business much further because although like I love your cat and your cat is so cute (laughs) or your dog and their fur coat, like I get it. 
it has nothing to do with your business. Yes. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see you in a club. I don't want to see anything that has to do. (laughs) You know where I'm going with this. Not live on the same Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please stop that. I just, I just. Oh, it just it gets under my skin like your personal life has nothing to do with your business life so do not attach them together yes 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 you want to keep those separate because it's really and it's really not your like anyone else's business like your clients and however you operate your business they should not all know what's going on in your personal life you know unless you are running some type of life coach I don't I don't, I don't know what type of business will warrant would warrant that but um some some things just need to be kept kept quiet they do they definitely do like I don't want to see if if you're a business coach or you're a provider or you are um a woman that I don't know is a chef with something like I want to see you serving food like if if you are a, a a food chef and you have a food chef page like that's all I want to see I want to see yeah. recipes I want to see you cooking I want to see you uh, preparing the meals I want to see you feeding the homeless I want to see you doing things like that I don't want to see you laying in the bed you know with your boo I don't want to see um (laughs) you taking a club picture and you posing because you're out with your girls like I don't want to see those things it's okay to have them on your personal page but for you to have that separate business page you're going to receive a lot more clients customers your business is going to change because they just see the business they're not Mm -hmm. judging you based on your personal life and you know me I'm very personal I'm very very private there are so many things that happen in my life on a given basis and I don't post them on my business page no. I rarely post them on my on my private page but (laughs) but I do put some things up there but not a lot but you just have to learn how to separate the two yeah yeah that's definitely important that's definitely important because you know people need to see you in a certain image and not that it's fake or that you know Mm -hmm. you're trying to put on a face but there has to be a differentiation between your business and your personal and you know your clients should not know all of your personal business because that's just not how they need to view you you know they need to view you as who how you're representing your business and and that's how you carry yourself in your business and those things, it's just certain, certain things don't need to reflect, you know? No. So what do you think, um, since you have She's Ready, and that heavily relies on, like, online and um, your marketing tactics, what do you think are some non-monetary ways that women can support other women's businesses? Sure. Um, non-monetary ways that we had talked about before is if you have a sister, if you have a brother, if you have a cousin or friend, and they're coming out with something, buy something from them. Do not say, mm. hey, let me get this. Let me get a discount on this. Let me have that. Let me have this for free. No, I want you to support them. So take your you know, $10 and buy their lipstick. Take your $20 and patronize in their business. Okay, I want you to buy from them and wear their shirt, wear their shirt out. If you're going to the gym, if you are going to, you know, some type of event, wear it really cute with a blazer, attend their events. Um, 
you can do something as far as putting it on your social media page. It's okay for you to do that. Like it's not going to stop your viewers by taking, for example, a, a photo of your podcast from Black Balance and I'm sharing it to my page and telling people to go follow it. It's not going to take any energy for me to do that. Right, it's not right. Gonna take any energy. It's not going to take anything from me. My bank account is not going to change at all because I shared it. If you have a grand opening, somebody has a grand opening, maybe you cannot stay the entire time, but please use 10 or 15 minutes of your time to go. If you're out of town, send something, send a card, send flowers, send some type of uh, video of yourself talking about their business and what it is and share it to your page, to your audience, because you don't know what that woman or what that man went through to get to where they are. And it's hard. It is Mm -hmm. hard work and it takes a lot of dedication and to have a family member support you in a way of sharing it to their page or just calling you or texting you to say how proud they are, that's going to give them the motivation to continue on. And they will never forget that. They will never forget that. And it's really easy. Yes, it's really easy. It's easy easy to do. It's very easy to do. But they will, they will also never forget that you didn't support them. Mm -hmm. I remember the people who called me and the people who didn't. I remember the people who share things to their page and the people who didn't. I remember the people who, this business, I have a business that has been open for 16 years. It will be 16 years in April. I know people who have donated. I know people who have stepped foot in the building. I know people who have prayed for the building. I know people who have not. Mm. I know people who have shared things about She's Ready to their pages. I know people who have purchased books. I know people who have purchased courses. I know people who have said, who have called me, who have said, Rachel, I'm so proud of you. I love you. I remember those people. And I remember the people who did not even take the time to send a text message to say, great job. Yeah. Those are the same people who are asking you for money. Or the same people who are asking you to do something for their family or their kid or for whatever, but they never took the time to even say that they were proud of you or I love you or anything. So just take the time, take the time and just to, to give yourself willingly to others, give yourself willingly to others. And you'll get it back. You'll get it back threefold. Especially when it's from a genuine place. Like, you know, like you said, a lot of these things are two or three minutes. Not even, not even, you know, it takes nothing to share a post. If I've seen Mm -hmm. that my friend or my family member is beginning a business or starting a blog or, you know, into music, it, it, it takes two seconds to share it. And we do it anyway. We, we sit on the internet, we like posts, we share them, we comment on them. We do it for these celebrities and people that have no idea that we are alive. So <laughs> why not? You know, like this is someone that I know that I can see that I can reach out to and have a conversation with. If you are doing something and it's positive, 
and it's of good quality that you can comfortably support and and promote yes, it's very can. very easy to do so it's very easy and and actually you know what it will not kill you listen it's not I'm a you might witness. make it i know i <laughs> i live through that so many people and I'm still here like you actually feel good to know that you are a part of that person and you've uplifted that person's self-esteem and you are part of them in their business their de- you are a part of all of that so- yeah and I people have to understand when one wins we all win yes, I never yes. look at another friend or family member or anyone and think to myself like dang she doing this before me or you know you you that 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 place of jealousy has to just you know subside like I think that when one person when I see one person doing something amazing and special and new and opening their business and excelling I think to myself like oh my gosh this is opening the door for me somehow some way Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like we are breaking down barriers for each other even if it's just okay now she's into this line of business and we can collaborate we can promote each other this is something that we all have to think of it like it's our baby it's Mm -hmm. not just hers it's not just mine it's our baby let me take care of the village let me support the village let me figure out how I can help you and you know push your agenda even if it has absolutely nothing to do with me even if my business is you know in underwater right now or in the tank the very least I could do is you know whatever it is that I have whatever resources that I have however I can help you um you know if I have the money or if I don't have the money to do so I'm Monetarily, there's always a way to, mm-hmm. to, to support and contribute it is. because it doesn't take anything away from you to do that it does not it does not it, it just again that relationship that you built with that person and you know what vice versa when it's time for you to open a business or when it's time yep. for you to have a party or a get together or your kids are graduating or something you want that room to be filled But if you were never the person in that other person's room, why would they come to yours? Do you see what I mean? So it's like back to that barter system or back to iron sharpening iron and back to uplifting that community. It's okay for you to support the next woman. It will not kill you. It will not kill you. And we have to get away from that. We have to get away from just thinking that somebody is going to far surpass us look at yourself Mm. and figure out ways that you can develop you can probably learn from that person that person for example let's say that I'm a I'm a makeup person a person you have a podcast well I want to be able to do your makeup for you when you're doing your podcast around the world who knows like you don't know what you're going to collaborate with Exactly. And that person can open so many, open so many doors for you. You know, I say, oh, you know, this is who did my makeup. And there might be someone from freaking entertainment tonight that sees it and is like, oh, y'all really loved your makeup. Who did that? And now I can reach back and I can put you on. And and, and it just continues that money. It continues like we've been talking about the flow and -hmm. and the growth of everyone's business so we can all rise. Because like you said before, there's more than enough for everybody. And we 
y'all deserve it if you are out here working for it and working hard and being diligent and being professional and educating yourself why shouldn't you why shouldn't I why shouldn't I pull you up mm-hmm. that's that's my first thought if I make it to somewhere no matter what level I am at no matter what platform I have if I can pull you up why not it, it, I, would, I would rather you stand up here people always say oh it's lonely at the top and I tell them I don't want to be lonely mm-hmm. at the top I want to be oh at the top God. of all my people listen to me I love that so much because I don't want to be the only per- like the way that my thinking is and how I want to be I want all of my ladies looking good I want all of our hair yes. done I want our nails done I want the baddest shoes I want the baddest purse I want our clothes to be on point and guess what if my sister doesn't have good shoes on I'm gonna give her a pair of mine so that she can wear them when we go out so that we all period. look good together period that's all we're gonna do and if I don't want to be the only person that's driving up and whatever, I want us all to be driving up in whatever it is that we want it. I don't want my sister to have a car and it's a donut on the back of her car. No, what? like, no, we're not, we not going to do that one, baby. We're not going right. to do that Everybody one. Everybody needs to be looking that's just not flat. the way that I was raised. Whatever my family and my friends are my family, whatever my family does not have, they will when they're with me. And vice versa. If we're going out and we're in VIP or something like that, we're all in VIP, not just one person. Like, I want us all to come up together. Do you see what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. It sets a better trend and it sets a better example for those coming up behind us. And I just think it's sexy. I I think it is just so sexy just just to help each other. Like, women, I love the the whole women movement and everything that we're mm-hmm. doing and I know like so many people say it like I support my sister I do this I do that and it's different when you say it and so then when you, you actually do it. do it you gotta it's, walk that walk yes you have to walk that walk and you have to do it together holding hands like I'm, I'm just I'm so tired of people just only caring about themselves and that's it we're mm. never gonna get far that way. Never, never. And it doesn't and it doesn't serve you to be that way. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. serve you to be the only one that, you know, is it got the bag or the only one that's able to, you know, fly you know, jets and VIP and you know, not even just the more glamorous <laughs> things, but if you're the only one in your whole circle who has a thriving business, you should really wanna rethink your circle. Like do exactly. I wanna be around people? who are not, you know, on the same level as me, not to say that anyone's better than the other, but, you know, I've always been told that if you're the smartest one in the room, you need to go to another room. So for me, I don't want to be the only one in my family or in my circle of friends who has a business that's growing and thriving. What can I do to make y'all all, you know, on my level so I don't have to be like, you ain't really getting nowhere. Right. <laughs> it's funny that you say that, like, it, it goes to it goes two different ways. And I actually was just talking to my husband about this because there's some other things that he's doing and he's bringing some of his friends back with him in order mm. to do it. And so, you know, the whole cliche, what you just said, that if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room, right? Yeah. Well, we were talking like whatever happened to bringing other people that you grew up with who actually had your back to that room with you? Absolutely. It's nothing wrong with you doing that. 
On the other hand, if those individuals actually want to grow and develop, then they will. Right. Now, it's different when they don't want to grow and develop and you're still trying to be in that room. That's when you have to go. And that's when you have to find a new room and a new circle of people to be around. That's 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 the deciding factor. I'm glad you said that. That's the exact deciding factor. And um, I have encountered just in my own growth journey, people that, um, you know, I'm excelling at a different level than they are. And I have Mm -hmm. friends that are excelling at a no different level than I am. And, you know, I've had to put some relationships to the side because while I'm on my journey and I'm busting my tail and I'm trying to do this, that and the third for my business and my brand. You know, sometimes you just have people who are doing nothing but talking about it That's or right. not even talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you are just settling for your same situation, but then complaining about your situation. It's like, Very I cannot so. be around that energy as a creative who is working, um, you know, expeditiously to get my business off the ground. And well, then they're off upset the ground. with you. Yeah. Then now they're upset with you because you're where you're wanting to be or you're trying to, and they're not. And so they're upset with you. You think that you're more, you think that you're better, and you really don't. You worked your butt off. And it goes back to you don't know what that person went through to get to where they are. I remember, I will never forget it. I remember those people who cook meals for me. My grandma, thank you. I love you to my aunts who made sure that my kids had something to eat, that I had something to eat. Members of my family do not even know that when I was opening my first business, there were nights where my kids ate and we did not. Or when Mm. we had cereal for dinner or noodles for dinner. Like Mm. people don't know that. Or when you, when you're getting ready to lose everything that you have, because you believe in this so much, Mm. you don't know what somebody has gone through. I did not wake up with a silver spoon in my mouth. Right. Right. You know, people see the bags and they see the car and they just assume like oh my gosh you know she's had this perfect life and no. this business is amazing and this <laughs> husband is amazing and this oh you know all of these perfect things how do how do you want people to perceive that you know like no this was not it mm-hmm. <laughs> this is I didn't wake up with a Chanel bag on one day no honey like what I do like when I do post things like that or sometimes I'll have transparent moments where I talk about things in my life or my past without getting too, 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 too crazy with it. But I do say that, you know, if I can do this, because I came from nothing. When I say nothing, that means that I'm not a Trump family member, for example. Okay, I'll just use that, for example. Like, I'm not saying that um, my family was nothing to me, or, you know, I'm, I'm in a homeless shelter or anything like that. When I'm saying that I came from nothing, I'm saying that whatever it is that I built has been built from the very bottom of the ground up. No handouts. No handouts at all. Nobody gave me anything. I didn't get a loan from anyone. I didn't even get a loan from a bank. Okay. Mm. Like I'm black. Mm. There was no bank that was (laughs) was giving me. There's no bank that was giving me a loan for anything. Wow. So it's like every penny that I had, what does Meek Mill always say? I 
had to shine like this. Yes, I you know, it's my man. every single day. Yes, because you got to let people know, like, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not a fast journey. It's not. It's there's not. no, there's no highway to success. There's no highway to, you know, financial freedom. You have to work. You have to put you in. Do. And like you said, you sacrifice a lot. You have to, you know, put your checks aside and, and save that money and give them into your husband so you can get to where you are now. And it worked for you. And, you know, you save money and money will save. It too. sure will. It, it sure will and so that's why I did want to develop that brand just so that I could help another woman in any way that I could yeah. like I can't you know again I can't write you a check for a hundred a hundred thousand dollars but I can definitely give you the plan so that you can make a hundred thousand dollars so that you can yeah. make the six figures so that you can make the the seven figures and going on so many people say, I can't do that. That's just too much. Why, you know, that not me. Why not you? God does not want you to be unsuccessful. God does not want you to be struggling, living paycheck to paycheck. God Mm. does not want you not having everything that your heart's desire. He's going to give you everything and more threefold. You just got to let him do it. And you got to get up and you got to do your own work. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's and it ain't going to get done the way you want it. No, ma'am. Yeah. No, well, ma'am. I am so happy that I was able to have this conversation with you. Thank you for setting aside some time for me. Um, this was course. an amazing conversation. So Aww. filled with so many gems. You really just dropped it all on us for the free. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you, you. <laughs> so much. And I, I hope to be able to do more of this um, August 3rd. I want everybody to write on their calendars that yes. we are going to have a business brunch tea party. I am not going to say where it is because that is going to be disclosed for the members who do purchase tickets for it, but it is going to be filled with business, business, and business. Mm. And so I want the ladies to make sure that they are out there, that they are in the building. You are going to go home with lots of goodies, lots of knowledge and information to get your business started or to get your career going. And you're going to see women in there that look just like you. And I just want to be able to give back to my community in any way that I can and I want to start it with business because like you said before we are carrying the other businesses on our backs and I want us to work just as hard for ourselves if not harder so I want I want the ladies to be able to come out and um, enjoy our time without giving out too much information Absolutely. And, and we'll, we'll definitely push promo for that on Black and Balanced on our blog pages um, once that information comes out. So be sure to share that with me. Um, but w- how can the ladies find you? What are your tags, your social media? Yeah, if you go on to show show, I'm sorry, show shop. If you go on to social media <laughs> on Facebook, you can find me. She's Ready Inc. for Business. That is the business page. You can okay. also find me on Instagram as She's Ready Inc. And again, that's I-N-C. 
If you want to look up any of court of my courses or who I'm about, where I came from, all those different things. If you're looking to build your business, you need uh, business development knowledge. There's several courses that are on my website, which is www.she'sreadyinc.co not.com it's .co and so feel free to download things that you want to um, start yourself to get to where you want to go if you have a business that you're looking to start there's something on there if you already have a business and you're looking to develop yourself as a leader there's information on there for you for that as well so it's something for everybody awesome Awesome. Thank you so much, Rachel, for taking the time out today. And I want to wish you a prosperous and peaceful week. A week ahead as a businesswoman, um, get yourself some much needed rest and <laughs> some me time because you have so many things going on all the time. But most importantly, thank you. Thank you for being a part of the podcast no and its problem. growth. And um, we will definitely have you back for another episode. I'm yes. going to have to make I'm sure so I you proud of that. you. Like, I love the, the whole platform and everything that you are doing for for people of culture and just to be black and balanced like it's just the perfect name I love it I love seeing millennials just really getting out there and doing something with purpose building something with purpose you could be doing so many things that are not productive and I am so glad that you are doing something to this standpoint. This platform is absolutely amazing. And I pray that it goes far beyond your wildest dreams that you would never even know or expect. I am so proud of you. Thank you so, so much. Girl, don't be making me cry on my own podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will talk to you soon and you enjoy the remainder of your day. Thank you. You as well. Love you. Take care. Thank you, love. Bye, ladies. Stay fabulous.